Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so incredibly grateful to have you connected once again to this podcast, the place where we come together every single week, place where leaders gather, collaborate, to share. I want to thank all of you so much because it is our intent to continue to strengthen leaders, to help you become the leader that God has placed you on the planet to become. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. And so we want to create content that can help you expand, help you see differently, lead differently. And of course, to that end, we're very grateful and thankful for all of you that continue to support this podcast. I want you to share with as many people as you can. Try to share with at least 10 people. We encourage you to do that. And also follow me on Instagram at JosephWalker3. Let me know that you're listening and where you're listening from. Truly would appreciate that. Go to josephwalker3.org for our content, books, books out there called No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, Restored at the Root, <laughs> Leaderships, Leadership and Loneliness, a variety of different books we've written on leadership that I believe can help you and your organization become better. So I'm grateful. Thank you so much for tuning in on today. I want to talk today about the seven pitfalls to successful leadership. One of the things that I am very adamant about is making sure leaders are successful. And so often we end up tripping over small things because no one gives us the wisdom we need to navigate around the pitfalls. I believe it's important for us to have real candid conversations about what success looks like and how to avoid those pitfalls so that you can accomplish the thing that God has placed you on the planet to accomplish. Now, it doesn't matter what size organization you lead. It doesn't matter what your vision is in terms of a small vision, in terms of just accomplishing two or three things or some global vision of transforming the world. <laughs> At the end of the day, the same things are necessary to prevent pitfalls. And these pitfalls are real. So I want to help you so you don't become a statistic, but that you become the kind of leader that history books will write about one who accomplished what you were chosen to accomplish and you did it successfully and with incredible integrity. So the first thing I want you to think about and the reason why leaders fail pitfalls because they do not have boundaries. Boundaries are so important. I want you to write that down. I must have boundaries. You know, some people, you become so used to the way you operated in every relationship that you don't see the need to create boundaries. And therefore, you end up with people encroaching upon your personal space. And oftentimes, they don't necessarily mean you any good. You have to make certain that you create boundaries around your family, around your personal time, so that you can control the narrative. So often, we allow people too much access to our personal business, our personal lives, too much access, using social media incorrectly, allowing people to slide in our DMs and having 
inappropriate relationships and conversations. As a leader, you have to be cognizant at all times to guard yourself against anything that could potentially disrupt your family, your business, your brand. So I want to stress, I want to stress it. (laughs) Don't apologize for setting boundaries. Don't allow people to extend your day longer than you intend for it to be extended. Don't allow people to make you disrupt your plans of your family, your children, because you have to accommodate their life. You have to come to a point as a leader that you establish very concrete boundaries that people can operate around that. And the organization can adapt to the boundaries that you set. You'll be amazed at how people will just get used to it. I know I've gotten to a point, even in what I do for a living, saying one of my boundaries is I need to be available for my children on Saturday. I have young kids. Kids have activities. So my team already knows that Bishop is going to be tied up on Saturday morning with his kids because they're activities and he wants to be present. That's a boundary. Boundaries when I'm home. Do I answer the phone or not concerning certain things? I have to learn to teach people that I take boundaries very seriously. So here's the second thing. People lack accountability. You see, where there's no accountability, people end up in a pitfall because there's no one or no systems in place to hold you accountable. Is that If you ever go to an audit, you'll find out one of the questions the auditor will ask you are your systems in place to prevent fraud or there are things in place to hold people accountable who do what they do. Those questions are critical because people want to know that checks and balances in your organization. People want to know who holds you accountable. I say so often that you cannot be in authority if you're not under authority. As I lead many folks in business and ministry and other spaces, one of the things that we have early on is the conversation about accountability. If I cannot hold you accountable, what's the point of me leading you? You have to have someone that can tell you the truth, someone that can hold you accountable when you find yourself in tight spots, someone that can give you a word of wisdom, someone that can make sure that you are staying on par to your purpose. But also having systems of accountability that prevent inappropriate things from occurring. Sometimes you can be in situations that you don't intend to be there. The problem is you don't have systems in place to prevent that. So I want to strongly suggest that you really go through your organization and begin to ask yourself, what systems have we put in place to assure accountability? And then look in your life and ask yourself, who in your life currently, right now, would you consider an accountability partner? Someone who absolutely could call you and hold you accountable and you'd be okay with it. As a leader, never get to a point where you're not accountable. That's how narcissism sneaks in. And that's how invincibility sneaks in. And ultimately, that is a recipe for a fall. Pride, the Bible says, goes before a fall. So it is incredibly important that you have a level of accountability. This next one, I really want to lean in on a little more because it's about burning the candle at both ends. This is something that so many leaders do. We get so busy and we do so much and we allow ourselves to just burn out. And often one of the pitfalls is we can't rest our minds. We're just going and going and going and doing and doing and doing without realizing that we're human. And our bodies are telling us that we are doing too much. I know what that's like, though. Because sometimes when I'm just trying to rest, my mind will convince me, you could get this done now. You could get ahead. You could do this. And it's hard to just settle down. 
It's hard to just be still. But there just comes a moment. You have to learn. I cannot burn the candle at both ends. I must create space to shut this down. I have to know that no is an answer. I have to create opportunities for recreation, for vacations. I have to step away from this. See, the season of glorifying the grind is over. You know, the new flex is rest. It's the ability to work hard, but also to get adequate rest. Statistics are showing the more successful people on the planet are people that are getting quality rest. So I want to encourage you, do not burn the candle at both ends. Don't wear yourself down to a pulp that you can't ultimately enjoy the success you labored all your life to build up. Isn't that a sad commentary? People work all their lives to build up wealth, to do all these things, and then at the end of the day, they're not healthy enough to enjoy it because they wore themselves down. That cannot be your testimony. You must be a next-level leader and be committed (laughs) to taking care of you. The fourth thing I want to share with you is a big one. It's a pitfall called dishonesty. You see, dishonesty is at its core has a root of a lack of integrity. When you're dishonest, it becomes a pattern of manipulation, a pattern of, you know, half-truths, a pattern of convincing yourself that you can get away with certain things even though you know these things are not right. And dishonesty is not all the ways the things you say. It's living a life that's not in truth and honesty. I believe that the greatest leaders are those who every single day wake up asking God, Lord, let me make the right decisions. Let me walk in honor and not dishonesty. Allow my interactions to be in honor and truth and not in dishonesty. Allow me to run my business in honor and truth and not in dishonesty. Allow me to take care of the people who work for me in honor. Allow me to do the things that I'm doing with my customer in honor, not in dishonesty, not presenting one thing, you know, in my advertisement, but presenting another thing when they show up. I want to make sure that I'm a person who's known that my word is bond. Because the pitfall is whenever you see dishonest people, ultimately it comes back on them and things begin to crumble. So it is incredibly important, and hear me well, that you walk in honesty. Here's number five. Letting the wrong people get too close. Again, that sounds a lot like the no boundary piece, but let me get a little closer. Let me lean in on this a little bit more. Letting the wrong people get too close sometimes can be that you, you're too trusting. You end up thinking that everyone is your friend. You end up realizing that there is a difference between fans and friends. <laughs> As you continue to go on this trajectory of greatness and success in your business, you have to realize you're going to have fans. And you can't confuse your fans with your friends. People get too close because they have agendas. They have motives. Their relationship with you is transactional. They're trying to get something from you. And the people that genuinely love you are people who are not working so hard to get that close because they just appreciate the relationship for what it is. I think it's so important that you always, always pray about and discern the relationships of the people that are trying to get close to you, particularly as you continue to go up in greater heights in your success. Because the more you go up in your success, the more you move forward, trust me, you're going to attract more people 
with more agendas. It is the way it is. But I believe it is incredibly important that you are discerning of the relationships. You are discerning of the people and the motives that are around you at all times. How many times have you seen leaders fall because of the crowd that they were with? You just can't take everybody with you. I'm sorry. That's a tough lesson, but you just can't do it. You just can't be loyal to a fault that you're willing to jeopardize all that God is doing in your life, the doors that are trying to be open, because you don't know how to put distance between you and people that could potentially harm you or your brand. <laughs> I have a mentor, and she has perfected the art of leaving people alone. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful thing to learn sometimes. It just comes a moment. We're still cool. I'll still speak to you, but I've learned to put enough distance between you because I cannot let you get that close ever again. Here's the next one. The next one is paying attention. And this is going to be important. I want you to hear this. Really paying attention of who you share your dreams with. Don't share your dreams with the wrong people. This is what happened. And I've seen it. I have seen this in the life of Joseph in the Bible. He shared his dreams with his brothers, and they did not have the capacity to even comprehend what he was attempting to say. Sometimes your dreams bring out the insecurities of people around you. And so you cannot just willingly share your dreams with everyone. I'm learning a lot more about patience. I'm learning to work in in private keeping things low-key before they go public because you have to learn everybody doesn't have your best interests at heart. People will sabotage your dreams. People will impose their insecurities upon you in an attempt to take you out. So you have got to make sure, and listen to me, you have got to make sure that you clearly share your dreams with the right people, people that will come alongside your vision and help it come to fruition not people who are just going to sit back and feel some kind of way and attempt to derail what God has established in your life. Your dream matters. Your vision matters. It must be protected at all costs. Let's review what we've talked about before we go to our final principle on today. But the first thing we talked about is boundaries. The reason why people end up in pitfalls, leaders are not successful because they don't have boundaries. You have to be very clear about establishing boundaries in your relationships, establishing boundaries in business, making certain that you develop a culture where people understand this is what you do and what you will not do based upon boundaries. The second thing we discussed today is understanding the importance of accountability. A lack of accountability is a recipe for disaster. Because there's no one holding you accountable. There's no checks and balances. There's no one speaking in your life. No one giving you sound wisdom. So make certain that you have someone that can hold you accountable. Someone that can pick up the phone and call you and say, listen, this is what was in my spirit. Or someone who can see you doing something that could potentially impact your brand and say, yeah, you can't do that. You just can't do that and show you why and show you how that could potentially harm all the things that you have built up for years to do. I have seen it. And you have to have trusted partners in your life 
who can hold you accountable. Number three was about burning the candle at both ends. Get into a point in your life where you say, hey, I just can no longer continue to burn this candle. Do all of this that I'm doing. I must slow this down. I must pace myself. I must have good cutoff spots. I cannot glorify the grind. But I must realize once again that the real flex is rest. The scripture says that God will make us lie down in green pastures. He makes us lie down. But there are moments in which God will see us working ourselves to the pone. and He'll just create a situation where we will have to lay down because he is preserving the gift that we are. So I want you to know either you lay down voluntarily or he'll make you lay down involuntarily. All right, here is number four, important, dishonesty. We want to operate in truth. We want to make sure that everything we're saying and doing is done with integrity and consistency, that our yea is our yea and our nay is our nay, that we are people who don't have hidden agendas. But if we say we're going to do it, that's exactly what we do. All right, here is the next. I think this is important. Don't let the wrong people get too close. (laughs) Make sure you don't let the wrong people so close in your life that you end up regretting it. So you have to kind of do an assessment of people's capacity to be in certain spaces with you. Who could you trust in the rooms where decisions are made? Who could you trust in the room where decisions are ideated? The vision is actually birthed. Who can you trust? in the room when you find yourself in the most vulnerable spaces and you really believe that those folks will protect you and cover you versus exploit you. As a leader, discerning relationships is key. All right? And let me just deal with this. The dreams and who you share your dreams with. That's number six. That's tied to boundaries. So I won't repeat that, but just make sure you don't share your dreams with everyone. But our final principle, number seven, is people not putting God first. You see, the reason why a lot of people are not successful, because what happens, we begin to worship the work versus the one who gave us the ability to get it, who is God. The Bible says it is God who gave us the power to get wealth, meaning that we should never get to a point where we don't make God a priority. So often I see people who are grinding, who are doing what they're doing in business, it becomes so successful that they're so wrapped up in that that they lose sight of their relationship with God. Remember well the Bible says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Listen well, ladies and gentlemen. Keep God at the forefront and your business will be successful. Keep God at the forefront and your family will be successful. Unless the Lord builds a house, they that build, they build in vain. You're going to be successful. Don't let God out of the equation. I'm telling you, this is the thing you need to remember. It is the Lord who gives and the Lord who takes away. You've got to trust God and say, Lord, you are the center of all that I do. And I develop a culture in my business that everyone knows in my organization, that we keep God first here and our decisions are made because we trust God for the results. 
I hope you've been blessed. I want to thank you so much for listening in today. And I hope you can avoid these pitfalls and become a successful leader that I know God has called you to become. That's what leadership is about. Just give me the strategies. Let me employ them and watch how I lead better. I thank you. I appreciate you. Let me know that you were blessed by this podcast, Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Repost it. Let me know you were blessed. I appreciate you so very, very much. And I thank you for listening in today. May you have a great, great week. And may you lead with grace. You be blessed. And until next time, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting.